now sitting at the wave table. Welcome everyone to the wave table episode 10. My guest this week is Space Prince. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> well, I'm doing well, man, and I hope all the viewers are too. How are you doing, bro? Bro, I'm doing good. I mean, like, another day in paradise, am I right? <laughs> another day in paradise, just fucking producing, like, all day, every day, hey? Yeah, well, I mean, you got to make the most of it, or at least try yeah. to. I'm finding it pretty hard, to be honest with you. Like, you know, when you're just doing the same thing every day, the the inspiration that comes from it is very, like, lackluster yeah i don't know if you saw any of my like 30 day challenge posts but half of them i'd say like a good half of them were decent and then the other half were just like okay this is just like some uninspired recycled trash that kind of is a shitty continuation of what i did yesterday (laughs) yeah dude that's such a mood it's just kind of like okay what what am i gonna make today um just kind of like trying to What's the word for it? I don't know, dude. It's just like sequels upon sequels because there's nothing more that you can pull from. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you you pretty much just need that outside, like some external source. It doesn't necessarily have to be quote unquote inspiration, but just some kind of something different every day is like, it helps madly. Yeah, well, I, I've been a big, like, one to push the whole, like, daily walk thing. Um, I've started calling it my sanity walk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell um, tell the viewers about the, the dream walk stuff that you're talking about? Oh, dude. Okay, so my roommate, Manifex, or Jack, um, we bought these dream cloaks a while back, which is just, like, super psychedelic, colorful cloaks. And we wanted to go out for an adventure, so we're like, fucking hell, let's put them on went down the beach and we were just kind of like marveling at the scenery. Like, ah, oh, it's so nice to be outside and like, look at, look at those clouds. It's beautiful. <laughs> and then we were kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably time to head back, you know, and we're walking along and then it's just like typical Melbourne <laughs> rain. <laughs> and we're just like, fuck running along the beach, like trying to get back to our house. And then it's just like, we are soaked by the time we got back, but it's a good thing we left when we did. Otherwise, like, it would have sucked a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Got to fucking love it, man. Melbourne is like, I reckon Melbourne is just like trying to talk to people. They're just like, fuck you. Have some shit weather. Like you yeah. don't deserve to be like able that. to do things. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. Like <laughs> as much as it kind of sucks getting caught in the rain, it just made me feel human again. Like True. it's kind of weird to say, but like I just properly felt human for the first time in a while. Cause there are days where it's definitely like, bro, I'm just a monkey in a cage. Like <laughs> yeah. I, even if I wanted to, I can't go like, I can't go, you know? Yeah. But that That's kind of mind boggling. I think, um, my girlfriend loves rain and I was, I'm always wondering like, why, why do you love rain so much? And maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, dude, mad congrats for fucking releasing on syndicate audio that um cheers man thank you yeah that track your your track the divide it's fucking sick because it's got like it's obviously got like this essentials of like rhythm and shit but it's also got such a huge atmosphere like a lot of tracks just feel like they're they're played or they're created just so they can be played in clubs and shit but it seems like you really put a lot of effort into making it playable across like a lot of different situations, you know? 
Yeah, well, the whole thing with that track is it was one of the like first tracks I, I had made, and I was like, oh, okay, I actually really like this. Uh, and I before putting that out, I'd been sitting on that for maybe a, a little over a year. But over that year, it did like stage one, and then it like two and three, and it just had like developed or like version whatever uh, until it got to a point where it's like, okay, this is done. I need to move on and just never touch this again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it kind of just went from this generic rhythm track to something that I felt very much encapsulated me as an artist and a person, kind of like the whole Space Prince thing. Um, it's very much like, I want you to feel like you're in space or like you're floating in a void or like, that's what a lot of my tracks tend to revolve around is setting a scene and an atmosphere and just kind of like, I want you to feel what I feel. Yeah. And um, you do a really good job at expressing that visually as well like anyone who's seen you on instagram like the hair the the flight suit the yeah. artwork oh my god it, i'm all about it dude <laughs> yeah well so much effort goes into it like a lot of nights i'll just lay in bed and i'll just be like thinking like right what can i do next what can i like incorporate into my visual aesthetic my branding my music um but like honestly i I wouldn't be able to do any of it if it wasn't for like, you know, my best mates, like, you know, Jack Manifex, um, Lawrence Burnt. I was actually laying awake in bed last night, re-listening to his podcast again <laughs> with you and just being like, fucking hell, dude. Like, it's it's so humbling hearing all the boys talk about each other in such a, like, a beautiful light and just how we're all, you know, we're all our own entities, but we're all like a family and kind of like united and we work together and help each other so much. Yeah, to try and build each other up. I was uh, listening to the Unheard podcast yesterday, and um, Super Cool was like, uh, um, "Unheard asked Super Cool, uh, what's the best show you've played?'" And Super Cool was like, "Oh, definitely Phil Friends, with emphasis on the Friends part." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a really sick show up at Boney, just like super like dark and like kind of almost in a cage vibe, <laughs> like. Oh, uh, that's fucking sick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going back to The Divide, I saw some clips of that on Instagram, or not Instagram, sorry, SoundCloud, uh, dating back up to like six months ago, I think, perhaps yeah. even further. Um, kind of, Can you explain kind of what the journey was with that track, what it started as, um, like the base concept and how you evolved it over time? Okay, um, so, uh, you know the tune, uh, Rumble by, um, not Orgog, <laughs> Rumble by Infect? Yeah. I remember that tune, and I remember seeing, uh, an Instagram, like, video of him playing it out, like, months and months ago before, like, the EP, uh, the high, like, the high score EP or whatever it was called was even, like, announced. And I remember seeing that track and being like, that is the fucking shit. That's so <laughs> tough. I need it. And a lot of the time when I hear uh, like a big thing with me, how I learned or used to learn, I still do it now is I'll hear tracks that I like. And a lot of the time they're unreleased and I'll be like, I want that. But naturally you can't have it because it's unreleased. So I'll just be like, get a rip of it, put it in Ableton and just try and recreate it. Uh, and that's how the um, start of the divide happened is I was trying to recreate the rumble synth that's a really so good idea. Like, 
yeah, I was going on like uh, infect streams and just being like, how do you make your sounds? <laughs> and it just was like square waves, OTT, like tonal delay. And I was like, this is fucking sick by itself. I'm going to make something else. And then a lot of the time, these ideas just turn into their own monster. And I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my favorite artists to try to recreate is um, Code Pandorum. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> back like last year or the year before, um, I was writing an EP called Intruder EP. And honestly, it barely sounds like Code Pandorum other, other than like some choir samples and pan snares and shit but um yeah yeah it, it really helped me to kind of create my own sound even though i was trying to imitate someone else i guess it goes back to how skrillex was trying to copy noisier with his growl basses but then he he ended up yeah. making his own thing it's fucking crazy yeah dude it's it's so sick how like it very much one thing can easily become its own monster it's just like the twist of a novel way hey. um and it really comes back to that whole thing of like, just experiment. Um, it's such generic advice, but you know, it's said over and over and over again for a reason. For sure. For sure. I mean, I know I'm not a big producer yet, but if anyone wants to imitate me, I would love to hear how that ends up sounding. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, the keyword is yet, you know, like yeah. if you just keep going, like you cannot fail. Um, a kind of a big thing that, I think over and over again to myself is like a few years ago, I decided like, this is it. I'm not doing anything else with my life. I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to travel. I'm going to make music that is going to affect thousands of people. I've decided that. And I'm going to like keep going until that happens. And I think if that's the attitude you adopt and you just keep going like that, you can't fail. Like you just can't. Yeah. You will eventually succeed. Like it, I think a lot of people put a rush on success. They're like, oh, I need to be successful before 30 or whatever. But, dude, the time yeah. doesn't matter. Just fucking keep going. Yeah, dude. But, I like, I think we're all guilty of that. Like, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I'm very impatient with myself. If I, like, even opening serum, if I, like, twist two knobs and it's not a perfect sound, I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess I'm a shit sound designer, hey. <laughs> but, like, you know, at the end of the day, all you can do is like laugh at it and just keep going. Yeah. And yeah, just even if you, even if you make something that's laughable, just fucking, it makes you human, you know, you don't always have to create the best thing. It's just part of being human. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about the other sit clips that I've seen on your SoundCloud. You've got like three or four one minute clips or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wondering if any of those are slated for label releases yet. No. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're just kind of like sitting in a backlog at the moment. Um, the idea is I just want to like um, accumulate a bunch of tunes and then um, once I've got enough that I can kind of like take a few from and be like, okay, this is an EP, maybe this is an EP and then just sit, sit like, send it off to whatever labels. Um, I don't know. I, it's kind of like I've got a few strategies that I've like put together over time, but at this stage, the plan is just like hold tight. Um, of course, I still want to share my music. That's why I'm putting the clips out. Right. Because, like a lot of the time is like I do this so I can share it with people. You know, I want people to love what I love and like, you know, 
here's something cool that I enjoy and maybe you'll enjoy it as well. But right now it's kind of like, be patient. I just got to like hold tight. Cool. Um, <laughs> something funny is every time, um, so like Tom the Freak, another amazing uh, Melbourne producer, I look up to him so much, but at the same time, he's also one of my best mates and, you know, he'll come around and we'll just like talk shit. Sometimes uh, there's been a few times where like, He's come into my room being like, all right, dog, we're opening Massive X and we're going to spend like hours just trying to make cool noises. <laughs> and it's really cool to learn from. Um, but every time I finish a tune and I send it to him, he's like, uh, yeah, so I'm going to send this to Interval. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Don't do that <laughs> he's like, nah, it's too late, mate. I've already done it. And I'm like, fuck, okay. Does he actually do it? <laughs> Yeah, he does. <laughs> Fuck and, um, yeah. <laughs> it's really humbling to like think that this this god tier producer has that much faith in me. Um it it like it just it means the world and it it's kinda like man, I, I struggle to put it into words. Like, you know, the the belief of my homies is everything to me. Like I don't I don't care what people online think, but like yeah. these these people are my family, the the Melbourne crew and you know like, I miss them so much <laughs> and I cannot wait to, like, bring everyone together and just, like, see each other and share your music, go on, like, a prod week and just, like, go away with, with everyone and, like, make tunes. <laughs> oh, man. Learn how to use yeah. Massive X. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you actually, like, fully, like, delved into it? I have. I have um, a bit, mainly, mainly because of Tom. Yeah. <laughs> he sends me tunes and he's like... I made this completely using Massive X and I'm talking like everything, like drums, drums, snares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything. And the fact that someone can make like an entire tune out of Massive X, it's just intriguing. Yeah. And it's also kind of the idea of like, you know, Serum was a big revo- like revo- uh, <laughs> revolutionary like synth to come out and Massive X is new and everyone's kind of like dismissed it. So it's like maybe if I like get in on that, I, I could be you know, finding something new or just sound a bit different from everyone else. Yeah. It's just fun, you know, like experimenting with a new toy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you tried phase plan at all? Yeah. Yeah. yeah when Sweet. phase plan came out, I remember, uh, Drea, uh, scribe and Manifex and I, we pretty much all got together and we're like, right, let's make some like cool <laughs> base patches with this and just do a bunch of like prod challenges. And that oh, was a good time. Cause, um, yeah, I've been watching some code Pandora, uh, tutorials on Defia Society. Shout out once again to Defia. Um, it's the good <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah, he uses Faceplant, and I was actually really, really surprised to find that because I felt like his sound was so well established before Faceplant even existed. And then Faceplant mm. came out, and his sound changed, but not a terrible amount. So, like you said, you can kind of sound a bit different um while still achieving the same general feel uh that you're going for if you just like maybe switch up to massive x or phase plant from the usual serum yeah i mean like have you been fucking around with phase plant a lot uh i wouldn't say a lot but i've been i've been trying to learn it here and there um during the daily challenge thing I was. I had a couple of days where I was trying to learn phase plant, 
but then it just took me way too long to actually get the track done. <laughs> so I'm kind of, I'm kind of saving the phase plant learning for times where I have the time to be able to do it. Yeah. It very much is like that. A few times when I'll go to try something new, I'll um, do the same thing. I'll just like chuck in a phase plant or a massive X and I'll be like, right, I'm going to like do something cool with this. And then I'm like trying to use it. I'm like, I, what? No, fuck it. Fuck it <laughs> back to serum. I know how to use this really quickly. And it's like, yeah. and then you've got the thing you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So I wanted to ask, since you have such a clear cohesive, sorry, let me start again. Since you have such a clear cohesive image behind space prints was, well, what was the main inspiration or just what made you want to create space prints as a whole? <laughs> I see the origins of space prints don't really go beyond um, my partner at the time um, saying some offhanded like shit. And she called me a space print. <laughs> um, and there's a whole story, but like, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> um, but yeah. And I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. Fuck yeah. That, that works. And at the time when I was deciding that name, uh, I was doing your shot and it was very much like, cool, you need to have a name tonight and decide oh, on it. So I'm like, fuck, uh, what do I, what do I choose? And that came into my mind and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like we'll, we'll go with this. This is sick. I can, I can do this. God, that's, I would love to hear that story, man, but maybe it's something for private i don't know oh i mean like i can tell you and if you want to edit it out um basically uh back in my like high school days i um used to live in like a little flat out the back of my parents place and i'd have a bunch of like high school friends over and we just have <laughs> really just wild parties like we'd have like these panel lights and you know like because I, I was always into the whole like i'm gonna be a dj and i'm gonna have like cool parties and such so i had like yeah. you know lights smoke machines strobes all that and it i very much prided myself on like taking these people and my friends to another like realm like i just wanted to take them somewhere else um and people and uh, like my friends were like you know oh my god it's like we're, we're going to outer space or we're going to another <laughs> dimension and then, um, you know, I, I always grew up being taught that, like, when you have people over and when you, like, are being a host, you you got to, like, take care of everyone. you got to, like, you know, almost become, like, the waiter or the butler of the night. And um, one of my friends and my partner at the time were like, oh, my God, he's such a prince. He's so, like, <laughs> sweet and, you know, like, all that gooey shit. And then... Um, yeah, and then that's where my partner offhandedly said, oh, yeah, he's a space prince. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the juice right there. Dude, that's actually, yeah. that's actually so, like, uh, it's hard to come up with an alias that represents you as a person, but she just fucking handed it to you. Like, that's amazing, bro. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah and I love it. And it's kind of, like, being met with people either think it's, like, the coolest shit or they're like, oh, that's a bit, like, that's a bit weird. Like, come on, man. Is that the best you've got? And I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I love it. <laughs> who gives a shit, dude? Like, is that the best yeah. you got? Like, it's, as long as it's you, who gives a shit what the words mean? Like, whatever, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Fuck, bro. So, kind of on on the same 
lines, like just talking about the whole space prince thing in general and your fucking epic hair. I got to ask, like, <laughs> how long have you had that hair? How, like, was it, what inspired it, man? Um, I've always wanted long hair since I was, like, a small, like, kid. I, I always thought, like, you know, I was always kind of, like, jealous of, like, girls because they got to have long hair. And growing up, it was like, boys have short hair, girls yeah. have long hair. And I'm like, no, I want to be pretty too. Like, I want to <laughs> be a beautiful person. And I just saw long hair as, like, a really beautiful thing. So, you know, as soon as I could, as soon as I got out of, like, a school that made me have my hair short, I grew it out. Um, and then I was, when I was about 16, I started dyeing it blue. It started with, like, a streak in the front. And then it went to, like, uh, I think I had, like, half blue, half black at one point. Then it was, oh, what else? Like, mainly it was just all revolving around, like, blues. And then your shot came around and I was like, right, I got to do something whack. I got to do something <laughs> really cool and different. I want to, like, show up on game day and, like, people turn and, be, like, have their eyes on me. Like, your shot was a very, like, it's a very fun experience. But the whole time I was, like, trying to mega mind it. I'm like, right, right. how do I both, like, push people up and, like, Make sure everyone has a great time, but also have like people's attention. Yeah. Um, mainly like judges and stuff, not just like, ooh, I want to be the center of attention. Like it was just kind of like, I want people to think of me as someone who's noteworthy and like worth their time. Um, so I was always trying to put in a hundred percent effort, but it very much came down to people remember me from my hair. <laughs> so I was like, right, we're going to fucking take the top and make it pink. And I was like, boom. Grand idea. Walked in and everyone's like, oh my God, your hair, it's like pink and blue. That's so cool, dude. And I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, and now I've just added to the list of people who've said that. Anyway. Um- <laughs> Thank you, though. I, like, I really appreciate it. I take a lot of pride in it. And I, it's just like, I love it. I, it makes me happy. It's sick, man. Like, yeah, a lot of people just try to, like, blend in with the crowd. And I really have respect for people who, like, have the balls to stand out. Yeah, well, I very much want Space Prince to be, like, I want to be a voice for those people that feel like they don't have one or, like, they're kind of too scared to speak out or they've got anxiety. Like, I have a lot of anxiety, you know. A lot of people think I'm this, you know, really ambitious, outgoing person, but, like, half the time I'm shitting myself inside. (laughs) But, like, if I can do it, anyone can. And I very much want people to feel like that when they see me. I want to be that voice for people and make people feel like, Hey, if like he can do it, anyone can. And I can do that too. You know, people are like, oh, I wish I could dye my hair like you. I'm like, fucking do it. You can do yeah. anything if you just do it. Those are words to live by, man. Just you can do anything if you just fucking do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So you brought up your shot a couple of times now. And Jack mentioned that you actually teach DJing for your shot, right? No. Um, okay. Well, the, the idea was this year I wanted to. I wanted ah, okay. to be one of the trainers. And last year I did everything I could to try and, like, put my hand in the air and be like, hey, hello, like, I'm here, <laughs> let me do this. Like, get as involved as possible. Uh, not only just, like, you know, for myself and kind of, like, you know, a lot of people will be like, this is the guy. Um, also, hang on, how do I put this into, like, a good way of putting it? I, I very much 
believe in the whole, like what I said before, you can do anything if you want to do it. There is no shortage of like fame or potential or anything. Um, I want to just help people feel that they can do anything that they want to do. And being a trainer is a great way of doing that. I want to like, you know, be a mentor to people. And if someone's having a hard time, because like your shots are very like intense process. And I've watched many people go through it and be like, I can't do this and kind of like freak out. And I just, you know, if I can help them by being that extra one cunt in the crowd, just going Wow in like having a crazy <laughs> time. Cause that helps so much. If you're having a set and you're shitting yourself and you see one dude in the front, just having a great time, like that's going to like bring you back up. That's going to yeah. bring you back up and you get you back in the moment. And if I can be that person, whether I'm on stage in the classroom, if I can be that person to help someone, like I- I'll do whatever I can to do that. And I think they should uh, have you on board to help out because you're obviously a very friendly guy who has people's like best interests at heart. And like, thank you. I, once again, I with the that. hair, when you, when you walk into a room and you see what someone with that hair, you're just like, Oh, he's a fucking cool, like chill dude. You know, you're just gonna, <laughs> you're not going to think he's like some elitist who's like, Oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, <laughs> Whatever you think, regardless of when you see me, like, I'm sure if you just, like, come up and say hi, like, I'm never going to, like, shoot you down or, like, give you a nasty yeah. look. It's always going to be like, hey, man, fucking welcome to the club, you know? You having a good time? Having a heavy? Like, what's your vibe? Let's have a good time. Let's, let's fucking get in the pit. Let's enjoy some tunes. Fuck yeah, man. Oh, that's what it's all yeah. about. So, when you're playing shows and under that flight suit because it's hard to kind of tell how how thick that material is i was wondering if it gets like really hot under there or not oh yeah it gets so hot. <laughs> um you'll <laughs> if you look at photos from gigs it always starts with it on and then like maybe 10 15 minutes max in it's like tied around my waist <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, okay, I'm always thinking like, I need to wear like a dope ass shirt under this. It's going to be covered in sweat, but it needs to look cool for when the suit does come off, you know? That's gold. <laughs> yeah. And so I got to when- thank. Sorry, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, ha- uh, I know Lawrence uh, brought it up in his podcast, but like, I-, I cannot thank him enough for him going past um, Bravo One and being like, oh shit, Corbin needs this. This is going to be dope. <laughs> Yeah, so he said he saw it and then he texted you and you were just like, big fat fucking yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, straight up. <laughs> uh, was there like absolutely any thought that went into that or was it just such a no-brainer like, this is what I need? I'm just trying to like take myself back to the moment. It was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty no-brainer. But like then after the no-brainer, yes, it was kind of like we were both like getting super excited. We're like, oh, and then we can like do patches on it, and then we can like you know do it up like this and that. So it's just kind of like yeah. just having it fun with it. Fucking sick to have friends like that, man. Oh man, I'm so grateful for the homies. Like w- without them, I would be nowhere near as far along as I've gotten. And even now, it's like you know. There's so, there's so like much road that has been unexplored or untraveled. And I, I can't wait to just like travel it with these boys. 
Speaking of the boys, I saw that Scribe is going to do a production stream soon. And I was, yeah. Well, first of all, shout out to Scribe. Go follow him on Twitch. I'll uh, chuck a link in the description. Um, But I was wondering if you've thought of doing any uh, production streams because it looks like you got like a pretty, pretty nice streamer set up there. You got the colored lights and. Is that a fisheye lens yeah. or something? <laughs> Actually, this is Jax. I totally borrowed it this morning. I was like, hey, man, I uh, I need a camera. Can you hook me up? He's like, yeah, bro, I got you. <laughs> um, I've thought about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like a lot of knowledge that I can give can be found elsewhere and, like, more streamlined. Um, but, like, it's it probably, if I was to do it, it wouldn't be about that. It'd just be about, like, hey, just come spend some time with me. Like, you know, just vibe. Yeah. Like, can I have like, even if, even if it's not like a direct chat, like we're having, it's kind of like, you know, I can talk to them and it's kind of like, even if I'm alone and isolated in the house, you know, it could be nice because I've got people there. It's like, you know, it's kind of like discord, how you don't have people in the same room, but you've, you've yeah. kind of got each other in your ears and you know, you're not alone. Yeah, together. and then like wh- when it gets rowdy in Discord, you can't produce, so you have to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's always kind of like a double-edged sword. Yeah. It's like, I, fucking hell, I want to hang out with you guys, but can you also like shut up? Like, <laughs> to, like, tune this snare. There's a um, there's a few servers on Discord that I I would love to spend more time in, but also I I can't deal with it. It's way too noisy, and it's just like oh my god, like it's giving me a <laughs> it's giving me oh uh, like, yeah. Bro, take you're taking me back to the Xbox days where I'll just like put on my headset, sit there for like eight hours, fucking full party of people just yelling down their mics at fucking COD and Halo and all that shit. Yeah. And then I take off my headset and I'm like, all right, I need some fucking Panadol. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you're uh, you're laying in bed at night and you can still hear the voices like in your ear. It's like I fucked your mom over and over again. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Okay, so what's one of your most memorable nights out as a DJ? There are there are too many. Um <laughs> there are there are actually too many. Um probably the, the most the the one that comes to mind like right now is the uh last gig we had was Mode Step with Phil Friend. Oh yeah. Um and Scribe and I, we did a back-to-back. Um, and this this back-to-back had been, like, so long time coming. Like, we were both ecstatic for it. Um, and, you know, we'd, we'd back-to-back at, like, at parties and stuff. And it's always a good time. You know, we've had a few babies. But this gig, it was, it was incredible. Like, I, I love Mitch so much. He's, he's an amazing friend. He's an incredible producer and inspiration um and i look up to him a lot of like in a lot uh i look up to him a lot in that regard um and it's just something about like performing with your friends um but like from the start of the set to the end it was just it was just sick it was a vibe and being able to like stand up on the like the stage and just like watch these mosh pits open and close and see, I'd see a friend and they'd be there one minute and then they're gone. (laughs) And then, um, our final song was ease my mind by Skrillex. 
Oh, hell yeah. And we both got up onto like the speaker stack in front of the crowd. And it was just kind of like, it was him and I, and it was like, it felt like we were on top of the world. Mode Steps like gearing up for it, like taking over. And, you know, he turns to us as we're like getting down. He's like, boys, that was fucking sick. And it was like, <laughs> I felt complete. That's sick, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah. I, I love what I do. Um, yeah, I think I've seen some pics of that night and you guys were just like, oh my God, you guys were just having fun, like just jumping around and like all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I like, I can't wait to see everyone at gigs again. And like, I can't wait to get you out and like, you know, just everyone, everyone to come together. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've been missing out and staying home too long. <laughs> oh, um, Rip. Yeah. I was yeah so since I was talking about those pics uh, every time I see them I'm like dude Scribe is fucking huge like am I wrong or is it just like how tall is that guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he's tall he's a tall boy (laughs) like you know we're all just like hey bitch how you going (laughs) That's funny. One time we were in a KFC and ordering, and this dude who was taller than Mitch comes in. Holy And Mitch, like, looks up at him and then looks down at me and he's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) That was a tall boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) So we kind of touched on this earlier, but I was wondering if there's anything else you like to do. when you're not producing because it can get like, <laughs> you know, the cat, the cabin fever is keep the cabin fever is real. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, do you mean in just in terms in general or like uh, while in ISO? Uh, give me a bit of both. Right. Um, well, recently I've just been, um, trying to exercise some days it just doesn't happen, but like trying to, um, that's all we could do. Right. Yeah. Um, binging Netflix, um, <laughs> yeah. like catching up on like good shows. Uh, something that Lawrence, uh, said to me once was like to create good media, you must consume good media. Mm. And I think that's such a like sick saying. However, we all do need a shit show to just like switch off and like binge. Um, a lot of the time, when I'm not producing. Oh God, long pause. Hang on. <laughs> That's I, okay. It, a lot of the time it is just like, you need to be producing, you need to be working, you need to be like back at the craft, um, which is a really like, uh, it's such a frustrating mentality. Um, but it's kind of just like hanging out with people, trying to be social. Um, I don't know, just create memories. Yeah. Create memories. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing because a lot of people just, you know, buy things and don't really do anything with it. But if you create memories, they stick with you forever. And like, you can always look back on on them and kind of, you can kind of re-enjoy memories, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. So what kind of stuff are you producing at the moment? Has it changed up due to the fact that you can't, go out to clubs and shit yeah actually it was um really interesting so i don't know if you listen to the the mr bill podcast 
Oh um, yes, yes, I love that. Listening to um, I, I've listened to it twice now. You want once yesterday and then once this morning. The uh, Kill the Noise episode where he does touch on the whole idea of like, you know, um, now that we're not necessarily clubbing or like going to gigs, you know, what am I making music for? Like, you know, and he, he gets to almost like quite aggressive about the point is like, you know, I don't fucking care, you know, like this needs to be for me. Like, you know, I want to enjoy like what, why am I doing this? And it was kind of like, yeah, cool. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Um, so, you know, recently I've been, uh, just this last week, I've been making this kind of like melodic house tune uh, very much kind of like um, if you've heard Begin Again by Knife Party. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. So a lot of kind of like they're really super hype, happy, like good time stuff. Um, just a bit of everything. Melodic trap. I've got a few melodic trap songs that I'm just kind of like sitting on. Uh, and it's kind of coming down to like, do I, re- do I re- put this out under Space Prince? Because <laughs> it doesn't kind of like fit with this heavy dubstep thing I've got going on. But like, yeah, uh, yeah we'll see. Like. I've got them and I enjoyed making them and I can listen to my tunes over and over again and be like, fuck yeah, that's, I like that. Maybe you could pull like a reverse void where you go, you release stuff that's lighter than your regular side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that, would, that would be good. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with Kill the Noise on that. Like, I guess if there's no shows to play, then making Raging Dubstep doesn't, make as much sense but at the same time i personally am someone who never met went to that many shows and i still got deeply invested into dubstep so i don't fully agree with that like there doesn't always need to be shows for there to be ragey music yeah for sure and on that (laughs) i I've got nothing against Kill the Noise, but I actually unfollowed him on Twitter because I'm sick of seeing him just post so much. Like, he's so extremely opinionated, and I'm just like, dude, I don't need this. Yeah. (laughs) No, I get that. It's kind of like there's a huge disconnect with, like, the person and their music. Like, you know, you could meet someone that's like, the happiest, nicest guy, and then they make, like, the most disgusting, like, just white noise kick and <laughs> snare, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, I did not expect that. Dude, you know? <laughs> I think one of my um, lecturers from SAE actually might want to be one of those guys. <laughs> it's, it's, you least expect it. Like, it's you, you wouldn't, like, pick them, and then it just hits you in the face. <laughs> We're just about... Um, done with the questions here so i was wondering if there was like anything else you would want to um shout out or give attention to uh just before we wrap it up oh dude there's so like there's so much i i could keep you here like all afternoon um for starters just like all the homies like you know scribe tom the freak uh drear hamish lawrence um lawrence has been incredible like an incredible help along the way in terms of branding. Like I would be nowhere near as refined as I was, uh, as I am without him. And even now we're like, we've got a few plans that like, we're excited to execute once, you know, we can and isolate yeah. it over, <laughs> you know, man effects, uh, Jack, my roommate, like sick cunt, love him. Um, you know, vital mode, um, into ash. Like, like there's, there's so many people, dude, there's, Everyone's amazing. Um, Into Ash and I have been working on this uh, project called The Wub House. 
which is basically a warehouse mm. that we have access to and we're just doing it up. Like we're building a stage, we've invested like thousands of dollars into lights and speakers and shit. Holy so shit. So as soon as ISO's over, like as soon as, <laughs> you know, it's legal and safe naturally, you know, you better believe we're going to have gigs. We're going to have gigs there Sick. and, you know, we'll host like Filth Friends, Mothership, just everything. Like, yeah, that you know, I could go on forever. Um, sorry if I missed it. I, I remember being in the Discord like a week or two, maybe even longer ago. I don't know. Um, but you guys were looking at locations for the Wob House, and I was wondering if you've actually like settled on a location yet. Uh, well, okay. So the uh, warehouse where it's currently like being set up now—that's kind of like that's a like that's a place. Um, we were looking at places like more central, like in the city, kind of bigger, bigger, like warehouses or venues, just so it's kind of like we have a contingency plan because, you know, we can't be in a warehouse in the outer right. boat forever. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's that, that it's kind of like a contingency plan, but if we have the opportunity to go for it now, why the fuck not? Like, yeah. so it's just kind of like, you know, dream big and, you know, have these massive ambitions. And even if you don't reach these massive ambitions, you know, you're going to land somewhere below it. The higher you aim, the higher you'll fall. Um, True. If, I don't know. Like, <laughs> again, it comes down to, you know, if you want to do something, just do it. I remember when uh, when I started, when I turned 18 and I, like, came out clubbing, it was fucking shit. Like, <laughs> I went out and there were, like, just people going out to get trashed and fucked up and, like, it was all just like minimal and like R&B and like, if you enjoy that, fuck yeah, go, like good on you not to like trash on it. But it was hard to find people that were out for the music. So I literally turned around and said, fuck it. I'm going to make my own club. And I did. And a lot of people are like, how did you do it? And I just, I did. Uh, I Googled what I needed to find out. I found a venue. I like, you know, I have a, an abundance of amazing friends and talented people, you know, that I can call upon and, you know, we all pulled together and we just did it. It's fucking sick, Sorry. man. That's madly That's inspirational. It. That's all it. Do it. <laughs> just fucking do it. Yeah, just do it. Should be a Nike ambassador. <laughs> Sponsor plus. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks so much for joining me, man. It was great talking to you. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much for having me. Like, honestly, it's an honor. Um, it's really, I really like think it's cool what you're doing and like, Thanks, you know, supporting other artists and like, you know, it's really cool just like hearing everyone's opinions and all that and like what they think and how they're doing it. It's really cool. So like, thank you so much. That's, that's all good, man. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. Um, this episode was full of laughs and like, I think it really, uh, hopefully it touched a lot of people and inspired them to you know, just put in the effort to just do it, like break down yeah. those walls and shit. Um, so, yeah, thank you everyone for listening to the Wavetable episode 10 featuring Space Prince. Make sure to go Thanks. check out his uh, latest release, The Divide, on Syndicate Audio, and there'll be a link into the, the, there'll be a link in the description. Peace. Peace. Bye. Fucking out, dude. Sick, so sick. bro.